Hello there, everybody. Catherine here with a little housekeeping note. Due to some changes in my technology, I am locked out of my Here's Hoping podcast Instagram, and I'm not able to get into it. So I'm a little bit stuck, and I'm not able to access the Instagram of Catherine Gabriel Jones or Here's Hoping podcast. So all of this was discovered after I recorded this episode, and so I'm giving you just a quick little note before we actually step into the imaginary coffee shop. I'm working hard in cooperation with technology, but the interwebs are essentially giving me the version of new phone, who dis? Thank you for your patience in advance, and I'm really glad that you're here today. Take care, and here we go. Hello, hello. Come on in. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop, where good conversation is always on the menu. I'm your host and barista, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. Please have a seat. Any chair, any table. They're all comfortable in this imaginary coffee shop, This place where you get to be exactly where you'd like to be. There sure is a lot happening in the world these days. What's the world like where you are right now? Can you see where you've come from? The paths you've walked so far? What about where you might be headed? Can you see where you're going? Both of those are tough things to answer, aren't they? In a world that seems constantly filled with change or upheaval, either one of those questions sometimes feels really loaded. My friend Anthony Monti and I sat down to share a cup together, and we talked about the road we're on. I'd like to share a small piece of our conversation with you today. Here's hoping. You had mentioned in one of our correspondences that you had a couple of other questions that were floating in your mind that you wanted to ask. Um, Well, you know, my questions were in reference to like when I said, you know, if, if, if not hope, then what, you know what I mean? Like, cause your, your follow-up, you know, part of, part of your question, I think, was, was uh, you know, if you don't, you know, because some people like don't like the word hope or they don't like mm-hmm. the word this. You know, I remember when we coached, it was like the word, uh, what was it? I don't know if it was the word uh, power or something like that. Or, it was or energy. It was energy. Energy. That was the one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so when I saw that, when I saw that second portion of that question, I was like, yeah, there's, there's Catherine making sure that everything, every puzzle piece is in place. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the way I see hope. Mm-hmm you know, we chatted about it now for the last, you know, 10, 10 minutes or so, if not hope, then what? Like, that's my question. Yeah. What, what possible, what other possible beginning point could you use in order to propel yourself or to at least, you know, begin, a, you know, some change, you know? Yeah. That's the question that inspired this podcast because yeah. I'll be, I'll be 
bold enough to admit that there was a part of me that really was kind of hoping that December 31st, 2020 would roll around and things would suddenly turn a little bit better. And that, you know, there would be a corner that we would turn in this country and things would like become a little bit safer, a little bit, you know, whatever noun er it would be. And there's that place and that point in a journey where the distance that I have walked is equal to or greater than the distance that I have yet to walk, but the distance that I have yet to walk is so great that I can't see the end. Yeah. Wow. And it's that middle point in a road where the hardest work becomes. That's the two towers in The Return of the King with Sam and Frodo in Mordor and all of the stories and the myths that encompass that middle road, that point where you can't see where you've come from and you can't see where you're going. All you know is that you're still walking. Yeah. How do we find hope in that place? And your question, if not hope, then what? Is something that I've been personally really struggling with over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Because I'm having a hard time finding something to have hope in. And hope is different from faith. Yeah. You know? For sure. I can have faith in the friendship that you and I share. And that faith is different from the hope that technology is going to serve us tonight. Yeah. No, for sure. And, you know, I think faith and hope are companions you know what i mean oh i like that but they uh they're uh they're they're certainly different you know if you were to say people they're certainly different people you know and that's yeah, probably yeah. why they are attracted to one another they go they will they go in the they're in the same room they mingle around together they you know they whatever they launch yeah. together wherever yeah well how would you answer that question if not hope then what well i think that's my, that question itself is is rhetorical a little bit. It's like then mm-hmm. what? It's it's almost like saying your your first idea out of the bucket has to be the one that launches. So in other words, hope should be the beginning of your point of no return because you can't turn around and you can't go back. You have to use the power of that suction to pull you forward, like the whale does. Oh damn, that's nice. When a, a whale begins to move its tail through the water, when it either pushes it down or pulls it up, the yeah. water it creates this vacuum in this part of the water that it has gone through, but it's also surrounded by the context of its life. Yep. Damn, that is so nice. That is that is good. That is really good, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just that that took me off guard at how yeah. how profound that is, and that is so true because hope is the point of no return. Yeah, I love that. I thank appreciate it. Hope is the point of no return. Oh man! <laughs> you know, it was really hard to acknowledge that. I honestly thought things in the world would suddenly become better at the end of 2020. Thinking about it, I experience a whole lot of feelings about that acknowledgement. And there are a lot of elements within those feelings. Wow. 
but I know I'm not alone. It's a little childlike to close one's eyes and want everything to get better. Notice I said childlike, but it is not childish. There's a big difference between those two. When I lived near Yellowstone National Park, it wasn't uncommon to come across bears in the woods. It was always cause for concern because, well, it's a bear. You know, big, strong, five knife-like claws on each foot, bad eyesight, and an even worse temper if you catch them on an off day. Once, while the Reverend Dr. Seth and I walked along a mountain path accompanied by our kiddo and our dog. A black shadow passed before us through the trees and stepped into the path. A black bear cub. Now this was one of the worst case scenarios we had been warned about because if you see a bear cub, you can bet all the blood pumping through your veins that mama bear is near at hand and you do not want to get between a mama bear and her cub. I'm sure it was also a worst case scenario for the bear cub. After all, if you see one human, you can bet there are others near at hand and those naked monsters can be deadly, especially for a little bear cub. Now, with a hop of terror, the bear cub scurried across the path, and it plopped down on its tush to sit just beyond the path. We were less than ten feet away. I could almost see the hairs and the patterns of the swirling hairs on its back. That bear cub sat with its back towards us, looking ahead, staunchly avoiding any eye contact. Every once in a while, it would turn its head and peek to its side as if it were... Fuck. It's... Well, I don't know how I said, how I said all that, so let's see if we can salvage this. <laughs> With a little hop of terror, the bear cub scurried across the path and stepped into the trees just on the other side of the path, and plopped down on its tush, its back facing us. Now this bear cub was close enough, we could see the hairs and the patterns of the swirls in its coat. It was as if the bear cub were attempting a disappearing act. It couldn't see us, so of course we couldn't see it. Over the next few seconds, as we made our way down the path, I imagine the bear cub was engaging in the equivalent of a child whistling ghosts away, peeking over its shoulders to see if the terrifying specters were still haunting it. Now, truth be told, we humans didn't linger on that path either. We tiptoed away with our dog close at hand before the mama bear caught up to her wandering cub. It's that kind of childlikeness. That hope that something will get better. 
that hope that, well, we're here. That childlike hope. Because at the moment that all of us met on that path, all we had was hope. The bear cub, I hope the monsters don't still see me. The humans, I hope the mama bear doesn't show up. We were each at that point of no return when all we had was hope. Each of us had to act. We may not have known how to act. Well, I sure didn't. And we might have had no real clue what was going to happen next. But you know, that's a pretty common experience in our lives. Once that phone call begins, we can't undo that hello. Once the interview starts, we can't really have a do-over of those first moments. Once some steps are taken, we can't really undo those steps. It's like that saying, you can't unring that bell. All you can do is hear it. Because really all we can do is understand the context of where we are, accept where we've been, and know there are days ahead of us when we not only can, we have to make the most from what we've learned. At the point when you can't turn around, that point when you can't undo something, when you're already on that path, Hope is the beginning of your point of no return when you can lean into that something to pull you forward and propel you into your life. Wow, here's hoping. Thank you for joining me at my imaginary coffee shop. I'm your host, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. I am so grateful you've shared part of your day with me. Whether this is your first visit or you're a regular, please consider sharing this episode with a friend so other people can find their way to Here's Hoping. If you're interested in having a conversation with me, you can send me an email at hereshopingpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Music for Here's Hoping has been composed and produced by the Reverend Dr. Seth Jones. Thank you, Seth. Additional audio support is gratefully acknowledged to come from Zapsplat. Original artwork for Here's Hoping has been created by Ty Sorex with additional graphics created with Canva. Now, today, I'll leave you with a quote like I do each time you visit my imaginary coffee shop. But I'm going to lean into my gloriously nerdy self and I'm going to quote from Doctor Who. Specifically, the Ninth Doctor, played by Christopher Eccleston. For those who are familiar with Doctor Who, you never forget your first Doctor. Here goes. The thing is, time travel is like visiting Paris. You can't just read the guidebook. You gotta throw yourself in, eat the food, use the wrong verbs, get charged double, and end up kissing complete strangers. Or is that just me? Stop asking questions. Go and do it. No matter where your road takes you, 
May you be surprised by joy and enjoy a pleasant surprise along the paths you travel. Until next time, take care of yourself. Bye-bye. <laughs>